Well, good morning and welcome to our service from the Burnham Benefice for this, the 11th Sunday after Trinity. Uh, this week the service will be coming from Burnham Norton Church and uh, after a short pause there will be an introduction from Clive. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you, and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. Let us then confess our sins in penitence and in faith, firmly resolve to keep God's commandments, and to live in love and in peace with all. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks. We praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. 
with the Holy Spirit. In the glory of God the Father. Amen. Collect for the twelfth Sunday after Trinity. Almighty and everlasting God, you are always more ready to hear than we to pray, and to give more than either we desire or deserve. Pour down upon us the abundance of your mercy, forgiving us those things of which our consciousness is afraid, and giving us those good things which we are not worthy to ask. But, through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our first lesson is taken from the prophecy of Isaiah, chapter 51. Listen to me, you that pursue righteousness, you that seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were hewn, and to the quarry from which you were dug. Look to Abraham your father, and to Sarah who bore you. For he was but one when I called him, but I blessed him and made him many. For the Lord will comfort Zion, he will comfort all her waste places, and will make her wilderness like Eden, her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in her, thanksgiving and the voice of song. Listen to me, my people, and give heed to me, my nation. For a teaching will go out from me, and my justice for a light to the peoples. I will bring near my deliverance swiftly. My salvation has gone out, and my arms will rule the peoples. The coastlands wait for me, and for my arm they hope. Lift up your eyes to the heavens, and look at the earth beneath, for the heavens will vanish like smoke. The earth will wear out like a garment, and those who live on it will die like gnats. But my salvation will be forever, and my deliverance will be never ended. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans, chapter 12. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually we are members of one another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, prophecy in proportion to faith, ministry in ministering, the teacher 
in teaching, the exhorter in exhortation, the giver in generosity, the leader in diligence, the compassionate in cheerfulness. This is the word of the Lord. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. The Gospel is taken from Matthew chapter 16 beginning at the 13th verse. When Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, but others Elijah, and still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, Who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, A blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. This is the Gospel of Christ. I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do any of you perhaps remember a moment when you suddenly understood something for the first time? I have one such memory connected with reading music, when suddenly, as it seemed to me, a veil lifted and I could look at the marks on the page and without laborious mental translation I could place my fingers on the right place on the violin. I must stress I'm still a juvenile reader, but I understood what it might be to read properly. I can now appreciate that scene in Amadeus when Salieri picks up some of Mozart's discarded pages and hears the music in all its beauty. I think of the reading which we heard today, the account of the conversation in Caesarea Philippi, in this way. Who do you say that I am? And in that pause, something clicks. The veil is raised and Peter says, You are the Messiah. Literally, this means the anointed. And to appreciate the weight of this realisation, we need to go back a very long way. We could begin with Leviticus, where the word anointed denotes a person invested by God with special powers, such as the Levitical priests. Or maybe you want to think of the book of Samuel, and the passage where Samuel anoints Saul king. He took a phial of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said... The Lord has anointed you ruler over his people, Israel. You shall reign over the people of the Lord. And then much later in the second book of Samuel, there's that well-known prophecy of Nathan to David. When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring after you. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Isaiah and Jeremiah also foretold a future king from the house of David. And also, again, Ezekiel, 
with the Jews now in exile, much later than Isaiah. He said the same. The hope of a king who shall be both the Lord's anointed and the son of David never died and it survived to be found in the Jews even under the Roman occupation. And there it was in the hearts of the disciples. And suddenly Peter sees it and Jesus sees that he sees it. On this rock I will build my church. Sometime between 64 and 67 AD, common era as we now call it, Peter was martyred in Nero's circus in Rome. His body was placed in the bare earth, maybe covered with a few bricks, if even that. This fisherman from Galilee, who had seen at that moment in Caesarea Philippi who Jesus is, now lies seven metres below the papal altar in the Vatican Basilica. The altar is a block of marble which was placed there in 1594. It's itself the third of the altars which have been put there. And it it's, is surmounted by a gilded bronze canopy, 29 metres high, designed by, by Bernini and which was completed in 1633. All this architectural theology serves as a visual expression of Jesus' words. But naturally, the idea of a building, of a block of marble, of a huge canopy, of the even higher cupola which surmounts it, none of these things can enclose God's church. The stone, the Sistine ceiling, they are all above, above a very small piece of ground where lies the seed of that tiny moment of realisation that still illuminates the whole world. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, who asked, Who do you say that I am? Come to us that we may truly see, so that we, like Peter, never feel the same again. Lift the veils from our minds and our bodies so that our spirit may live with you and know you. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. 
We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. As mentioned at the beginning of this service, this service uh, this Sunday is in the Church of St Margaret's Burnham Norton, which is the church in our benefice which uses the Book of Common Prayer. So our prayers this morning are taken from the Book of Common Prayer morning prayer. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the Queen, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not our ho your Holy Spirit from us. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defence, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance, to do always that is righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, send down upon our bishops and curates and all congregations committed to their charge the healthful spirit of thy grace, and that they may truly please thee, pour upon them the continual dew of thy blessing. Grant this, O Lord, for the honour of our Advocate and Mediator, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time, with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfil now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come life everlasting. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. And we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. 
Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen.